Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Michael Foley, and this is Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo is sponsored by the Center for Humane Living in Phoenix, Arizona, which has as its vision to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. My goal is to incorporate ancient wisdom acquired from a lifelong study of martial arts, formal business leadership and coaching training, and my life experiences as a maternal fetal medicine physician, husband, and father of three to explore strategies for living a happy and fulfilled life. My approach is to use eclectic storytelling to help with the discovery of universal truths that may be applicable to your life. Don't believe anything I say, however. Seek to discover it all for yourself. Let's get started with today's topic. The next lesson is the value of tradition in our modern world. We have lots of interesting opportunities to look at how tradition impacts us in our world. Everything from gathering around the, the table to have a family conversation to Christmas trees and Easter egg hunts and all types of things out there that are part of tradition. In the martial arts, we also have a lot of traditions. We have the tradition of, you know, you bow at the waist when you enter into the place that you practice your martial arts, the dojo. You might bow to another person of higher rank to show respect, and that is a tradition. You might line up in a certain way in the karate class, the, maybe by rank level, um, so that you begin the class exactly in the same way with standing in the right spots. That's a tradition as well. Uh, you might ring a gong, as we do in our school, to uh, signal it's time to line up and be prepared for class. All of these are traditions, and they all have incredible amount of value. Let's talk about that a little bit. And, and I think an ancient story here really helps us understand the value of tradition, particularly in the modern world. You see, a long, long time ago, there was a martial arts school and a teacher, a very old teacher, uh, that had this very old cat in the dojo that allowed the cat to walk around in the dojo while this teacher was teaching all the students. As the cat got a little bit older, the cat started crying a little bit too much and, and meowing and disruptively behaving such that the teacher asked one of the students to kind of put a little leash on this cat and tie the cat to the, the pole at the front of the dojo so that the cat wouldn't get into trouble and disrupt the class uh, during the practice and potentially get hurt. So this happened for quite a long time. In several years, this cat continued to live on, as did the teacher. And every class, it became kind of the start of the class tradition to take the cat and tie it to the pole to begin class. Now, pretty soon what happened is that the cat passed away as did the master and the succession of the school began to take over with new teachers and you know what they did they decided that they needed to get a cat and they went out and got a new cat and they began to tie the cat to the pole at the beginning of the dojo every class and when asked why is it that you guys tie that cat <laughs> up to that pole at the beginning of every class the new students asked this question repeatedly, and the answer was, because that's our tradition. That's what we do. Now, this ancient story kind of brings about some thought. 
what is really the value of going out and get another cat and then tying it to the pole? Well, it's a practice without a clear purpose or clear concern. It was just doing it to do it. And in fact, what we call practices are things that we do without a clear concern is called a tradition. It's something we just do because we have done it in the past and that's what we do here. It becomes something that is a practice or an action that isn't necessarily tied to a clear concern or purpose. Now, the other way backwards would be if you had a concern or a purpose and didn't have a clear action or practice, that would be considered a hope. So hope is a concern without a practice or an action and a tradition is a practice without a concern or purpose. So keeping that in mind, we want to think about how tradition brings great value to us and how in some circumstances it might be limiting. Well, of course, in our example for our teacher tying the cat to the pole, it really helps us understand that we need to rethink what we're doing. Now, although there's a great amount of comfort and uh, a, a comforting kind of generational behavior creating alignment and the things that tradition actually brings us together around a purpose, like wearing a certain uniform to start class or doing these things, they kind of align the school and they provide some similarities or consistencies that are passed on from generation to generation. Well, that clearly is a tradition with purpose. It's to help align and create a social culture. And we have many traditions that have that culture, many of the ones we've outlined already in terms of our holiday traditions. Um, it aligns a culture around certain beliefs. Now, there are certain things that we do to the day in and day out that we do just because, just because that's what we do here. And think about it at your workplace. Think about it at your schools. Think about it in government. Think about just in society today. What are the things that we do just because. And it kind of used to be because I told you so. And that's because we do it here this way. This is the way we practice it. And I think what that does is it creates a hole for us that sometimes is hard to climb out of. Because as, as new thinkers in the modern world, we need to look at the clear value that tradition brings to us and creating, you know, the, that comfort and kind of a generational behavioral alignment, and it's, it becomes meaningful. Now, it becomes meaningful only when you align practice and concern. So a concern that has a practice and a practice that has a concern, those are meaningful behaviors. It's a meaningful action when we understand why we're doing something, not just because. But we need to understand why, because sometimes we're doing things that could be done better and we don't question it and question the behavior because we've always been tying that cat to the pole. That's just what we do here. And that's the way we learned it. And we really need to think that maybe there isn't a whole lot of value to tying that cat to the pole. So we need to think forward. And in a concept that we utilize in martial art theory, is called Shu Ha Ri, S H U H A N R I, Shu Ha Ri. 
Now, Shu Ha Ri illustrates this purpose of thinking in the martial arts. And the Shu is representative of the tradition. It's what we've been taught. It's the specific actions and movements and techniques that have been passed on from generation to generation. And there's a clear purpose and concern and action that are aligned there to make that tradition meaningful. Now, the Ha is recognizing that there are times that we need to break free from this tradition and to move out of the confinements that sometimes the tradition provides us unwillingly and unwittingly, we need to decide that perhaps there's a better way. And we need to think through that as well, maybe adding a little bit to it. Now, of course, in the martial arts, Bruce Lee was all over this concept with his, his style of Jeet Kune Do, which actually looked at the strong aspects of tradition, but break free from the tradition to look at how you might invent and make it better. It may be even more purposeful for you and your body and your uh, uh, physique. And then the re part, the RI part, is moving beyond what you have from tradition and breaking from tradition and moving forward into the world as an inventor and innovator and understand that there's a purpose and that you now find the meaning in a purposeful action with a concern tied to it that makes it a meaningful opportunity. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. We hope the information shared perturbs new thinking about finding fulfillment and harmony in your lives. We hope to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. So feel free to share this podcast widely with members of your family, at work, and at school. If you find the information helpful, please subscribe so that further episodes are sent your direction.